Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our first ever late night podcast. My special guest is John Patrick Robbins. Among the many, many poets and writers featured on this podcast, he has appeared the most often. Tonight, he is appearing for the sixth time. (laughs) Now, who is this man? (laughs) John Patrick Robbins? He is a noted author, poet, and short story writer. He is also the editor-in-chief of 10 magazines, including Rye Whiskey Review. The title of his newest poetry book, Are We Dead Yet?, reached number one on Amazon's list of poetry books. Hello, John. Welcome to the program. Hey, Michael. How are you? It's a great introduction, by the way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You've been with me, John, more times than anybody else in the world. Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, what can I say? I, we always have a blast. <laughs> I can tell you enthused. <laughs> oh no, man! I, I I love being on the show. I do. I just it's we always have a good rapport and we always have a good time. What can yes, I say? And, you know, as 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 out there as we get, we it's always fun. So you know, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm always I'm always amped to be here. I know, yeah. I know. you're always welcome. <laughs> as you see, when I run out of guests, yeah, we'll, we'll see after call the you. show. <laughs> you call you. Okay, this this okay. Let's focus. Let's yeah. focus now. You've written a new book, as I said, that reached number one mm-hmm. on Amazon's list of poetry books, Are We Dead mm-hmm. Yet? I'd like to know about the title. Well, the title and what inspired the book. Um, it, I had the title first. It was one of those things that I'm just a title person. I will sit down and write titles left and right. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the title because, you know, it's like tongue-in-cheek. Yes. Okay, kids always riding in the back seat or say, "Hey, are we there yet?" And I thought, "Well, are we dead?" With my work is kind of morbid and dark and like you know sarcastic. There's, it's a tongue-in-cheek thing, but it, it kind of went hand in hand with my work. And then uh, I had the cover. I had the cover for about I, I think it was well over a year before there was actually a book. I okay. you know that's for me. It starts title, cover, and then I kept kept thinking, you know, I was going through a lot of things at the time. I had just came off of, uh, well, a lot of really bad things in my life. And then I had done a, a book with my, my good buddy at Whiskey City Press, uh, Kevin Hipschman, or Hipschman. Excuse me. I always mess up his name. He's like, wow, thanks, John. Um, <laughs> you know, the mirror, mass nothing. And I was coming yes. off of that and really doing kind of heavier work. And then this book came about. So, yeah. <laughs> Now, in this particular book, talk some more about 
some of the predominant themes. What are we going to read? Uh, darkness. Darkness. <laughs> You're going to read a lot so, of, you know, lot of, in a lot of ways, it was homage to, to Poe, to Blake, just a a much a, a market that in particular that I don't see people exploring much. You, know, right. you can see the influences of, you know, Bukowski everywhere, left and right, barroom poems, once I myself have done way too many of. But mm-hmm. I want to do something completely, completely different. This book is definitely themes are there is uh, self-empowerment, but a lot of dark, heavy subject matter. Once I always had, I just embraced it more with this. Now, I know that you charted on the gothic chart. Am I correct? Yeah, gothic fiction. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you think that happened? Why do you think someone viewed your work as being gothic? What do you think? Well, I didn't want to tell people, but I made a special deal with a really nice person, and mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, and next thing I know, I was on the chart. So, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's how you do it. Um, you know, oh, I, I mean, it, it, it. I had to sign a heck of a contract. Now, I, you know, how do you land there? I mean, I think that had to do something somewhat with the cover, mm-hmm. uh, it, it possibly with the work. There was a bit in there. Of course, there is gothic fiction in there, um, right. and noir type. Mm-hmm. Just my usual. If people know my work, there is my usual work, but it is vastly different. But as far as how it landed on the chart, I mean, I. I'm, no I'm idea. surprised I charted it all. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not. Tell no. me about the cover. It's quite striking. Tell me about the cover. Um, again, you know, it for me, it always starts with the cover. Yes. So it's. I wanted something that struck you. That's going to mm-hmm. be very. I mean, it's it, it's alarming. It's it's uh. You know, it's very, and you know, it's it's beautiful, but it's very dark, All right. in some senses. You know, and mm-hmm. so that's what catches the eye, basically. I, you know, <laughs> so right. hopefully the work backs up the uh, <laughs> catching the eye. It must have, you know, no refunds anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, my friend, was your strategy for organizing the poems in the book? How did you go about that? How did you select them? <laughs> Well, with, it's always like a rhythm for me. It's like music. It's mm-hmm. like it, no different if you were putting together a mixed CD or album. You kind of are a DJing or whatever. You want to get a vibe, and the, I wanted a. The, I was going to make the darkest, heaviest book I could, which was right. the polar opposite of everything I was doing. So yeah, if you're looking for that old style of, you know, there's plenty of people who do that, mm-hmm. and the barroom stuff. It's there. But this is definitely um, a, friend, a good friend of mine, um, Susan Tepper, said it's like taking the work down to ground zero. So yes. that that basically kind of like destroying everything I did and just completely taking it down to just stripping it down, creating something completely different. Now, so, yeah. as you think about your book, are you hoping that the book resonates with a broad range of readers or were you attempting to target a specific audience? I mean, ultimately, as grievous as it sounds, you kind of, I mean, like all these things, you you write them for yourself, but yeah, you do hope that they connect. I really wanted to, I was kind of, I wanted to target a way bigger audience for the people who kind of wanted something darker that had, there was just a big gap. So 
to, to me there is. There's a lot of people who I see writing, you know, like I said, they're kind of doing the conventional styles, and that's great because I've tried it. You know, I'm not too good at it. <laughs> I've right, tried right, it. Right, right, um, But uh, I wanted to do something completely, you know, different and, and go and try a different market. To me, there's a bigger market in people who are not reading poetry than people mm-hmm. who are. And I don't mean what that is, bad, but it's kind of the truth. <laughs> yes, I understand. My friend, what do you think you learned about yourself writing this book? Um, then I'm really messed up. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> you said that I, five you, appearances ago. <laughs> like, well, I you know. Like, it's like I've been here enough. Like, people know. You. They're like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All hell's breaking loose. No, no, okay, no, that's no, not no. new. That's not new. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. No, that's just not new. Okay, tell me. I know, yeah, I know. (laughs) No, what I learned from myself in this book in particular, I guess for the fact that it did well, is, you know, I don't have to entertain. I didn't have to. Yes, I have the humor, and I can do that, and I can be over the top with humor, but I didn't have to. Once was not like a very comfortable place for me. Right. So it's like, you know, because like we hide behind a lat. Well, you know, truth's told in a joke, but then again, it's also, it's a, you know, mechanism for coping with things as well. So yeah, that was, it was very different for me. All I learned right. a lot about myself in that sense that I didn't have to. I can just write whatever I want instead of post. And, and I did, but I still catered a lot, you know, All right. with the yes. antics. I understand. Yeah. Well, everyone. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the reason that you're here to hear yes. John Patrick Robbins. You're on, my friend. All right, thank you. This is I'm going to start out with the uh, uh, the hey. Let's give you the very first one in the book, and uh, and then I'll go right from there. This first one's called Bloodlust to Go Go. Whatever happened to all the funny, pretty little poems about trivial things, misspelled? as they were misguided. Where is a clown whose grease paint masked the demon underneath? A forked tongue led you in, just as quickly so the door was locked behind you. Let us burn together. I desire your agony to quench my thirst. We were never equals, so never entertain that delusion. The clock's promise and the witching hour's delight. The veils are thin between worlds, and the devil's dance is a promise. I will gladly dunk your head within the flames to allow you the burden of my truths. Tears won't expel burning flesh, but weep as you must. The tale began as a day's dream that faded into a nightmare. I laugh last always, even at your expense. And that's the end of that one. Now, we're going to go on to the next one. Boy, that's such a happy one, too. (laughs) All right. This next one's called Tour Guidance. Sometimes when I am alone, I escape and allow my truths to run free. I often find myself viewing you as a stranger now, as I am but an exile from your heart. The moon over the water is cleansing as it is painful to embrace alone. There are times when I wish only to know the love of another, yet within the knowledge of my darkened soul, I know this is, an, this is a hope I must abandon. The sting of a moment's pain and the flight within the fix 
No demons may trouble me, as no angels may provide comfort either. It's in the emptiness of poison's truth and my own personal hate. Sometimes we have to provide our own escape. I am happily buried alive. That's the end of that one. I love how I have to do that. That's the end of that one. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to read this next one is one that's a, a new one, actually, not even in the book. And this is called Pine Float. Maybe I will call you up when I get that urge and I need something other than a bottle to satisfy my needs. And maybe I will pour out that personality to believe I truly care. We all need something as to create. I need to be left alone. So now that we shared a not-so-memorable encounter, the door is that way. See yourself out. This space in my chest was vacant from the start. My thoughts are solely, solely my own, as the words are to be read, as never was I, my darling. Truth's cold as a January snowstorm, tortured. Souls aren't always in need of a savior. There is no good upon this goodbye. And that is the end of that one. Or are we still on air? <laughs> yes, we're still on the air. I'm right here with you. Okay. Okay. All right. Would you like me to ask you a question? You know, I can do that. I'm good. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know how you love mm. my questions. All right. Mm. John, if you could tell your younger writing self anything I don't think I've ever mm. asked you this before what would you say your younger writing self <laughs> a younger writing self yes um, <laughs> uh, it, you know be prepared it's going to be a rough ride <laughs> seriously you know, that's what I would yeah I, it's, uh, uh, and, and get a new hobby <laughs> All these young people tuning in. (laughs) Or a bartender. I would like that job. (laughs) These young people tuning in, my friend, are like, wow, here he is a legend, and he's saying, become a bartender instead of a poet or a writer? Aren't aren't most bartenders poets anyway? They they, They see everything. They tell that, you know, the best bartender is a great storyteller because he keeps you That's in your seat and, you That's know. True. Yes, it, I agree with I was, was kind of like, I was a bouncer. I was kind of like the guy who stood, I'm really good at standing against walls and staring mm-hmm. at people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, listening to those, that first set of poems, they're pretty heavy. Yeah, <laughs> very heavy. How did you handle the emotional piece? I mean, it was, uh, I've always been that way, you know, okay. like I've always went deep. It's just this time I just decided to go beyond that, I guess okay. I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't have a filter before, I yes. definitely didn't have one after that. Yeah. <laughs> now you said that you decided to go deeper. What yeah. part of that onion did you reveal? 
Maybe I revealed it just nothing more but layer after layer, you know. Okay. 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 <laughs> Endless okay. layers, okay. like an onion. You know. That's fine. It's like, wow, John, you are you you getting into philosophy or something? I'm like, I know, man. I went like a, I went two weeks sober. It's amazing. I've learned so much now. All right. All right. <laughs> Please continue. All right. Okay. This next one is uh, dedicated to a great uh, friend of mine, uh, Christian English. And uh, I thought it was weird because it's like the title of the poem is just another Christian poem. A Christian poem. And I mm-hmm. thought, man, it would have been great if she had changed her name to Christian because it right. would sound really kind of catchy. But I think she should have done that for art. Anyway, this one's for her. And it's just another Christian poem. I believe it is better to guess than ever being wrapped in a disappointment's truth. I know you in the best possible sense and never truly truly knowing you at all. A laugh shared from a distance, a delusion cast embrace. You know only my words, as that is the best of me. Blonde hair of the bluest eyes deception. You are that encounter of to which I can only imagine. To never indulge is to never disappoint. I whisper no rumor, only the splendor of what is only my imagination's vision. I embrace you here eternal in the purity of the page. The greatest gift I can ever give is to maintain that delusion of never having a glimpse behind the curtain. End of that one. And now it's time to, folks, it's time to give something I I like to call humor. And uh, this is a uh, one, this is a naughty one. This is why I get a disclaimer on my episodes because I'm special. Yes, yes you do. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> I know. Parental like advisory I sticker. <laughs> I learned the hard. What can I? Say? <laughs> I know you learned hard. I like being naughty. What can I say? Yes, I, I expect my thanking afterwards. Yes, anyway, <laughs> so buckle up, everybody. <laughs> We don't mm-hmm. know what we're going to hear. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, Gracious on that God. note, I'm going to give you just a deep literary one. In fact, you know, we're going to go real deep. This is just so – I mean, I don't know why this got rejected by the New Yorker. And right. this is a fine little ditty. And I, if you know it, you know, just sing along. It's called A Bitch in a Box. Oh, wow. A Bitch in a Box. is what I called a former acquaintance as I attended her funeral, to which another so-called friend looked to me shocked, saying, how would you like if someone said that about you at your funeral, dude? Well, that's absurd. I mean, I'm going to be cremated, so I'm going to be more like a dick in a can. My friend looked at me baffled at my logic and the fact I could be cracking jokes that's so and so utterly cold in this situation. If you cared so little about Sarah, why the hell did you decide to even attend her funeral to begin with? I paused for a while, looking off into the distance as I lit a cigarette. Well, honestly, I figured if I went to hit the after party, I figured I would at least put on a ship front and appear like I gave a crap. I replied, taking a long drag, as my friend just shook her head. It's a wake, not a fucking after party, you prick. God, I can't imagine how you will feel when I pass. I mean, didn't it sting just a little? I mean, you and Sarah used to date, after all. Yeah, and she was about as lively in bed as she is now in that box. But at least now she has a far better personality, being she doesn't talk. Damn, I'm feeling kind of horny. Want to go behind the, want to go screw behind the tombstones? She never replied to my question, 
I guess it was a bit harsh. It seems I lost two friends that day. Nostrovia. Well, that's, that really is. I'm just like a... I should write for a Hallmark. Anyway. You should. Okay, kids. You should. I mean, that would I know, fit right I really in. should. I really should. Yeah, fit right I in. I know. <laughs> this is a... This is a I'll, I'll be nice for two seconds. This is a right. little one called Misty, Mo- Misty Mornings. We will meet when we can, often in secret, never in shame. Spent memories of a moment's rewind. Darkness holds you far better than I ever truly will. It's the glimpse behind the Iron Curtain's facade. I cannot allow others to know. We over time develop our borders to avoid past mistakes, crippling our future's promise, despite our emotions. I will never promise you anything, only share a tenderness in those moments alone, passions, as neither will it ever mark an occasion. I will meet you when I am broken, yet never in need of some emotional fix. It's in privacy, never in shame. You are eternally welcome. I share my darkness and nothing more. And then that one. And that's what, that's what I like about me. I can switch the gears. Okay. That's what you have to learn how to do, kids. Yes. <laughs> you do. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's like, wow. Anyway, Mike's like, man, John, you really are getting strange. I know, but that's why you like me. Nope. That's why I'm the most uh, I would, you get. Yeah. <laughs> I would never <laughs> oh, say wait, that to I've your been face. On the I would never, never <laughs> say that to your face. <laughs> mm. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Yes, I Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. This is a little uh, – these are some ditties. I'm reading a lot of them that have never – that weren't even in the book, but I'm going to read one that didn't make the cut but I really liked, and it's mm-hmm. called A Cin- Cinematic Cemetery Scene. It is said that Al- Edgar Allan Poe once proposed to a woman in a cemetery, and upon hearing this, I thought to myself, what better a place to ask the ultimate question? For love is always upon the verge of death from its very inception. A candle's delicate flame dancing upon a gentle yet intrusive breeze. I hold no hope within my heart, as there is nothing left but my vacant soul, but an empty room and a clock that eagerly counts down my demise. Edgar was a poetic tragedy, often overlooked in the conversation of pretentious fools who gather at the grave of the slob called Bukowski, never understanding. To stand at the resting place of a true writer makes you an admirer to something you most certainly never will be. The stone's garden's flowers are many, as you can count amongst them the broken dreamers now laid to rest. I yearn only to join them. Check out times upon us, the departure evident. Love is best left buried, with no questions whispered upon the winds. Farewell, my truest love, the page, the bottle, and a black rose of memory. It's the end of that one. <laughs> there you go. And we will continue this. All right. I love the silence. Boy, it's strange. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I'm used to Michael laughing a lot. I start getting no, nervous. No, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> I've laughed at you All right. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You've been All on this right. program more times than anybody. 
anybody else. More times than anybody else. And I was like, please, John, get a new hobby. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Here's a, here's a, uh, here's one from the book. It's a particular favorite of mine. It's a serious one, not, not going to be, you know, and right. it's a real life one, of course. It's called Reflecting on What Was Never Meant to Be. And so in the morning, I knew it was over. Looking out upon such a perfect day, the dreams had escaped me. My hopes had disintegrated. A love once new was dead, and I would soon begin to decay. People are moments to me and nothing more. I once shared my life, but I believe it to be a prison, as now I know my ignorance. Yet our choices are final, as mine are turning fatal. I know there are no more chances for someone as lost as myself. Distance is my only option, and I am sorry, my friends. This must be a farewell. Every story must end, and the lamp's light must expel. It's not the ending I would have chosen to pen, but with life, the ocean's currents are strong. I won't be returning out that window to see a world born anew, knowing full well I was done from the start. My dear, you had the last of whatever was left of me. Was it a waste? I cannot truly say. But love's a wine, sweet, and its deception's promise. Hope is truly the worst drug of them all. I will be far from the last sad fool to fade away into a depressed storybook ending. I am just a character. I was never built to endure more than a Cliff Notes promise. That last step's a real doozy, so they say. That's the end of that one. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. You know, I was just. Mm. You know, I said earlier that I felt that the 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 first set of poems were heavy. Mm-hmm. They're more than just heavy. Mm-hmm. One, they're well written. Mm. Two, Thank they're you. authentic. You share your lived experience in a way that draws people in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that always fascinates me when I listen to you share your work. No. Yeah, it really, really does. I mean, there were some other. To me, you are a consummate thinker. Because mm-hmm. the way that you were able to craft those words, that takes skill. I can tell you didn't just throw things together in a willy nilly fashion. Yeah. I can tell that. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a crap. As always, you always got to improve. You know, I'm yes. never great at anything. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to improve. And I do think, you know, I think that I am. And, and I always want to. I never want to think I'm the best at anything. Right. Because, you know, the next stage from ripe is rock. And I, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not, it's not about ego with me. It's about creating the best art. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I don't really well, care if people know me. I want them to know my work. <laughs> well, there's just a lot of wisdom in your words. It's a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Tell me about, and we've got a caller. Tell me about word choice. How do you go mm-hmm. about choose? How do you go about choosing words, my friend? 
Do you look at thesaurus, or what do you do? How do you choose words? <laughs> well, believe it or not, you know, I mean, you know me. I, it's, I do have a big vocabulary. Sometimes you yes, wouldn't you know do. it when you're just talking to me. But, I mean, it's I, – I don't – I just – I love words. Mm-hmm. I always have and always will. You know, that was always my thing. You know, mm-hmm. I love language and I love words. So, you know, I tried to be – at times, like, it used to be I just didn't care. As long as I got the message across – and if I made people laugh, it was great. Once is great. Laughter is great medicine. Yes, it is. But I just wanted to craft. I've gotten more into wanting to craft just more better lines, the best lines I can. And and I don't know if they're the best, but it, they're certainly vastly improved from if you go from my first book, you have my mm-hmm. condolences to this one. Mm-hmm. But you said we had mm-hmm. a caller. So. Yes, we do. We do. We do. Okay, mm. we've got a caller. All right. Area code 832. The first three numbers are 802. You're on the air with John. Good evening. Hello. Hello. This mysterious caller who you never have heard before. Okay. Um, Uh oh. This mysterious (laughs) caller would like to know um, so, why is there like Wes Scott Simmons in this book than uh, some other ones you've had, John? I think there needs to be more. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I, I, I think it adds a certain tone to it. Also, I think a unicorn would have been scary. Yeah, yeah, the unicorn right just didn't make it. I mean, it is scary. Uh, um, you know, almost as scary as thinking Justin Bieber's going to make another album. Um, no, I don't know why there was not as much Scott Simmons, but I always say, you know, Scott Simmons is like rattlesnake venom. You only need a little bit to get you. And it really was so minute that it really got you because, like, his, I think he was the formatter. And I said, that's enough. And I didn't, you know, he got the wow. formatting credit. We don't pay him because he enjoys – it's a learning experience. It really is. It's, he's paying his dues. And uh, – so- yeah, is this, Scott, is this Scott Simmons? Is this Scott Simmons on the line? Oh, hello, Scott. Oh, damn it, Michael, you're too smart for me. <laughs> it's always good to hear your voice. Scott's been a guest on the program in the past too, <laughs> but he hasn't beat John's record yet of being on here six times. He's been on here one time so far. No, but this is probably the strangest. So I think he's got everybody beat. Do you have a question for John Patrick Robbins? Another question for John. Uh, um. Okay, John. Like out of like out of the book, right? Which mm-hmm. title was your favorite? Either a dead serious one or the most funny one to you. <laughs> I love that you do that, and um, well, I like some of the titles because they were just like metal. <laughs> like, oh wow, that's such a deep answer, John. Um, no, um, I, you know, uh, probably. I mean, I'm not going to go there because I don't really want to go <laughs> read this one. But um, I did like Surgical Steel, uh, Fine Dining at the Rue Morgue because that's just that was a great homage, and that's a that just sounds just completely wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, that would definitely be one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. That's such a wonderful question. All right. You're welcome. 
<laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Let's take a brief break, and we'll be right back. No. Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with John Patrick Robbins. He's sharing yep. poems from his book. Are we there yet? Plus, are, not we, are we there yet, but are we dead? <laughs> I'm sorry, John. <laughs> wow, is somebody up past your bedtime? <laughs> I'm old, John. I'm old. <laughs> Hey, this may be the you, first you, 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 look, you look far younger than me. <laughs> this may be the first and last <laughs> late night <laughs> criticism listening poetry online radio program. <laughs> it's just too late. It's just really too late. Uh, <laughs> are we dead yet? <laughs> are we dead yes. Yet? <laughs> Are we, John? Are we dead? Hey, I know okay. that book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please yes. share some more of your work. Please. Okay. Work. You know, Michael, I thought What's a long time you? ago, I mean, because I've been on this show through, I've went through relationships and everything on this show. This show is yes. great. It's almost like yes. therapy. And every time I go on, I think, man, what is Michael doing to me? I mean, I yes. was normal before yes. I came on here. I really was. It's true. <laughs> Do you remember that one I wrote time a, when I, wrote I asked you a little all poem. those... Uh-huh. Wait Do you remember that one time when I asked you all those pointed questions that you could not answer? Do you remember that time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me I was going to, you know, that's when I I spent a couple hours in the complimentary free bar. Right, 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 okay. uh... (laughs) Okay, okay, but back to you. I'm sorry, I just, I don't know why I wanted to bring that up. Yes, I decided to pen a special literary write because I know you know how deep I am. So every now and then I like to do that when you say that, and then I, I read something that if somebody just tunes in, they think, oh, my God, who is this nut? (laughs) <laughs> no one would ever think that, my friend. Oh, they're going to think it after this one. Um, okay. This is a special one I wrote just for your show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's a classy one. You're going to like it. It's almost as classy as that last time I wrote something really classy and had everything in in a relationship after reading it. But that's okay. It's called <laughs> It's called Le Trout Dismount. All right. <laughs> It was a mostly satisfying night, as with any evening's close, when sex is part of the equation, I consider it a success, even if upon a modest level. And as the drinks flowed and the climaxes did approach, 
We enjoyed that shared silence's bliss together, as with a simple embrace, I decided to dismount from this little soiree's main attraction. As in a moment of miscommunication, my horizontal dance partner swung her knee, connecting directly between my eyes. As soon, the stars were out, even within the confines of this ever-so-dingy room. As I had to think to all the injuries I had incurred from the past scuffles, never did I believe I would incur a concussion from a simple one-night stand, which is why I had to write yet a story and cast a lie to attempt to bury the truth. I realized that maybe I'm just too fucking old, or maybe a tad bit too fragile for this game anymore. But of course, maybe I should just stop messing around with women's soccer players but I've always thought of myself as a quasi-jock supporter. Then again, I'm either too drunk or a tad bit too concussed. Remember, kids, always use protection. Next time, I'm wearing a crash helmet and packing a firearm. If you fall off the bike, remember, you're a rider, accidents happen, and you're a you're natural at pedaling your ass. Wee-wee, my darlings. Ciao. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along to another poem. <laughs> okay. You've entertained us enough. Yeah, okay, uh, thanks, John. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. This is a this is a little one called I'm on emotional hiatus. I have no desire to share a moment, let alone my life. I have this page. It comforts me in not asking anything more than the blood of my soul. I've made my sacrifice, and I need nothing in return. Call it pathetic and call me cold. I've had happiness and owe no explanation. There's no love left within, but there are certainly enough demons to keep me warm. Flesh is useful, but I'm always happiest whenever I'm alone. A woman is an extravagance, a rented indulgence cherished in the fireside's illumination and held within memory as empty arms mean the lack of the burden of maintaining a continual facade. I will never be anything more than a good time and ultimately a letdown if pushed further. An empty conversation, a shared drink, and a fond embrace cast in the early morning farewell. Truth is never easy, as neither is life. The page will be my only passion to remain an epitaph of my desire-spent delusion. And so now... We must part. That's the end of that one. Well, he goes from serious to crazy to what in the hell well, is wrong with him? No, and, <laughs> and actually, that's my question. I, what I want to know is how difficult is it for both sides of you like that, the funny side and this other side, to coexist inside you? Well, I mean – Sometimes writing, it, it's huh? I guess we all have different sides. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Please continue. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's we all have different sides, but I mean, sometimes it, it's uh, it's difficult in doing the book sometimes because, especially with this one, because there was a lot of deep, and then there's, I mean, there's way heavier things. There's things that can be misconstrued, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes the humor is very useful. And it's almost like a crutch. I fall back on it. And with this book, I, I, I you know, kind of took that away. And I had to rely mm-hmm. more on the – I forced myself to 
rely more on the serious inness of, you know, my work and heaviness than, okay, here comes a joke. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not yes. like a set pattern. Mm-hmm. And that's what was good about when I work with, as uh, crazy as he is, and I mean that in a fun way, yeah. uh, Scott Simmons, who who will, you know, he'll look at a book and he doesn't just, you know, it's not just copy and paste editing. It's, hey, man, I think, you know, you're, you're kind of falling back on that. Let's double down on this and let's make it uncomfortable. And sometimes he drives you crazy, but he's really good at it, getting a book out of the writer. Yes, Scott's so, great. Mm-hmm. So he is good at that job. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a uh, I'll bet answer that question. <laughs> well, I think I'd like you to to tell me about a poem you were proud of writing but afraid to share for possible fear of misinterpretation. <laughs> um, well, with this book, there was a lot of them. Um, okay. Because some things are metaphoric. They're also – it's just – it's a it's a gothic thing. It's like, you know, I don't – it doesn't mean because I put the word demon in there. I'm, like, going around, like, you know, in the middle of the woods with, like, secret groups and everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. – I didn't want that. I just wanted a dark heaviness, and I didn't want to explain it in the in the book by uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. You know, and it's uh, you know, art is to look at, not to criticize. Mm. And um, that was the thing. You know, when I when I did this book, I just kind of I wanted to put out stuff that was just completely different. I mean, there is humor in there, but it's it's right. it's you know. It's very different. Um, another one was uh, well, one he- really heavy, heavy one, quasi. You okay. Know. My stuff's almost mm-hmm. like stories, but whatever you want, you can call it flash fiction if you want. All um, right. Confessions from the Dragon's Lair. That that's one that's very heavy and um, no, extremely heavy. Okay. So yeah, and uh, I guess I could read that one. So. I'd like that. I wasn't gonna ask, but please. Okay. No. 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 That's fine. All right. <laughs> it's always fun, you know. This is a confession from the Dragon's Lair. I danced upon the razor's edge in those early days. The place was insignificant. It was nothing more than a location for people to shoot up and ultimately die. Every vice was traded here, and the dim light's brilliance to the smoke that lingered. It was a tomb of sins shared and new vices discovered. Bruce had his poison and I yearn for my own. The flesh has always been my chosen demon. And she was there, as so very much was I. She was an escape. Death's promise wasn't enough to discourage. The conversation was negotiation only, an exchange of funds for a promise of exchange fluids. We all chase something that is a reminder of our life's true fragility. Taking pleasures out upon a kitchen table a one-time encounter as her husband slept oblivious to his lover's deception. I've always loved that which is deemed forbidden, a junkie to keep watch over the door, one gun in a room of many, but the willingness to pull the trigger separated us all. I sometimes think of those nights spent chasing death, testing the limits of life's true fragile coil. I think of her as something more than a moment's release. They all exist amongst the demons of memory and the angels of darkest torment. We spoke of another chance encounter. I remember the catacombs fondly, where others deem themselves lucky to have escaped. I know the depths of humanity's darkest waters. I reflect them not 
of the envisioned sewer's damnation, for even the personal hells of endless torment, there is beauty as once in the darkest torment of shared bliss. That's the end of that one. So, you know, kind of heavy. It is heavy. What do you think your poetry reveals about being human? Uh, you know, you don't have to be labeled something, you know, I mean, I definitely lived a colorful life. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I, it, yeah, you, you definitely don't have to, with whatever people want to put you in, you don't have to be there. You know, you mm-hmm. can kind of create your own, you know, narrative or whatever, however you would mm-hmm. like to say it, but, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, freedom. <laughs> That's what my work's about. Well, when you're level. writing, well, when you're writing, how do you know when a poem is done, my friend? So that you don't well, overbake usually, it. Well, usually, when, when I know, I you know that is a good question. Um, I just kind of let it go. I go with it. Okay. You know, like when I read Kerouac and how he would just just go with just let instead of fighting it. I just let it take me wherever it goes, and then after after I'm done, where I think is the end, I'll read through it a couple times and think, hey, maybe I could cut this, maybe I could not. You know, I think you have to self-edit a lot. But then mm-hmm. again, I also just let myself go with it. It's like going with the ocean. You, know, you fight the oceans like a riptide. Right. You're just going to get pulled out further and further. You know, you have to kind of go with things instead of fighting that and saying, no, this is too – I mean, there's a lot of things that are really harsh, like the one I just read. I mean, it's very – it ugly in some senses and other senses it's not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's all how you want to perceive it really, you know? So are you saying that a poem tells you what it wants to be? No, I, I believe so. Okay. You know, I mean, life writes the poem really. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. that one all goes, right. but yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Very nice. You know, they talk about poetry being like a canvas that you can paint a picture on it, any picture. Do you believe that? That poetry is like a canvas that you oh, can paint yeah. any picture on it? Yeah. It is. It's like painting. It's like music. It's that, it's, it is a canvas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much a canvas. Completely agree with that. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Please continue. You've got some more poems for us. All right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. we get talking to them. You know how I am. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, me too. You know how I enjoy you. <laughs> I'm used to John being off. It's normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. This next one is called uh, Dark Rose Jubilee. Take me home and simply take me to bed. Don't waste a second so you won't be left with the false hopes to reflect upon what I never truly said. I have nothing and you have even less. But the journey is fun, no matter the inevitable destination. Break me, as I will surely do the same to you. The tide's always changing, along with our moods. Surmise the, surmise the damage from the storm's past to somehow attempt to fill in the cracks. Does it not fi- factor in, too, within this equation? Reap the rewards, non-existent, and collect a memory upon a one-night stand. False hopes are washed clean by a mix of pills and drinks. Spilt liquor and paid tabs across this landscape, I scarcely recall with assorted lies pawned as solid truths 
to the delusion of a not-so-good time. Take me away to something that resembles something other than this perpetual decay. Take me within to abandon this facade. Beat me on my own damn game in the darkness. Whisper, was it forgettable for you as well? That's the end of that one. <laughs> I liked it. Well, Very nice. Very nice, though. Well, let's uh, let's continue it on, and this is a this is a little one. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna like the mood a little. We got we we. This is what I like to do. I like to kill the room and bring it back. Kill the room, right? <laughs> and you you do a great job of that too. You kill the you kill the room. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, what, well, whether yeah. they come back or not, nobody knows. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just grateful no. when they when they when they do, but you know, hey, this is a little this is a little ditty that I'm sure will tick people off, but that's fine. I'm used to I'm used to being the bad one in the group. Anyways, yes. this is a, yes. <laughs> this is she had a face for radio and a voice that belonged in silent pictures that nobody in their right mind ever desired to watch. She was there, and that's about it. But she could really bob for apples when all hope seemed lost. And being it only cost me a few happy meals and my pretending to care, I believe it was a fair trade. It was all grand until she chipped her tooth. And then it was like a bit like getting oral from a rototiller. Oh, well, nothing lasts forever, so they say. Wow, such an intellectual, right? Oh, God. As I laugh at my own jokes. Somebody has to. That's true. Somebody. Anybody. Please. Anybody. Anybody, folks. Please, somebody. Please land. All right. All right, sir. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there, there's so many to pick. Um, yeah, okay. Well, let's go to the rain falls mainly. I wait every morning for that escape into my sleeping world's embrace, happy to vanish from a life that is just that and title only. Sometimes I question my choices. Didn't realize it's all a crapshoot at best. The tin roof makes the best music in an off-the-coast storm's fury. It lends me, lends me its logic to regress further into this strange being who merely waits to die. I will never need flowers by my graveside. Nothing is required, only silence and memories held within. Others all destined for a sad ending, much like myself. We pen pages of depth. But the truth is, we never get to pen the end. Life is to be cherished. Death avoided as best you can. What's in between is our finest work. End of that one. Wow. So, as we as we go on to some of the the more morbid ones in the in this little this little ditty, and people are like God, John, really? I know this is a. <laughs> This is a little, little homage to pull himself, and it's a fine dining at the room morgue. I still have my voice, yet even to those supposedly close to me, I cannot speak. I'm locked out of my own mind and trapped within my own personal hell. Violence can open many doors, including a prison cell or cemetery's gate, a cold slab, a jaded view. For we are all corpses in the not-so-distant future's making. Toe tag me in your memories. I was never truly here to begin with. End of that one. Wow, I like that. 
I like all of them, but that one that one touched me differently. That's heavy. It's kind of a weird title, but I like that. I think titles catch you, so, you know. Yes, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you got to do something a little bit different sometimes. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although I said I would not do it, but interrupt you. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? think different from other people. I have an inquiring mind. I want to know. You're a seasoned poet. What do you think makes us different from other people? <laughs> the desire to do something that usually won't pay you even a nickel. Um, okay. <laughs> well, that is true. Um, that is true. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, I'm not picking on that or anything like that. You know, the humor is just how I deal with things. Um, yeah, I know. I know it is. I don't know. It's 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 just in you because if it's really – if you really want it, you'll do it, and it, you just, it always has to come out somehow. Mm-hmm. That That would be, you know, I mean, it's like any art, really. Artists are all the same, really. They have to, you know. They've always, you've always been an artist, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it's, it, it just, it always has to escape you somehow, and it'll get out, you know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, in a, in a good way. You know? Yes. Yes. Don't <laughs> be climbing a water tower or anything. Right. But yeah. right. 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 <laughs> I know. agree one hundred percent. Hopefully, it's in a positive way. Wow. Yes. So yeah. Um. Yeah, that that it that's the thing. Yeah, all art it it, it will escape. It, it'll get out, and, and that's the thing about us. Is, you know, we're all kind of nuts, but that's what I like about yeah. us. Right. <laughs> we have. Time, I know I'm definitely crazy. <laughs> we have time uh-huh. for three or four more poems. All right. Okay. Let's see. Uh. Well, we're going with the deep ones. Let's go with the deep cuts. Why not? Okay. All right. Um, This is one called, Do You Remember Me? I ask you reading these very lines, as I ask of myself equally in return. I paid the price to understand pain is the key ingredient to any art worth reading. I am alone, as you, as friends, avoid this attic, attic, forgetting underneath I am still here. Sometimes... I want to just slice an artery so I don't have to feel anything. To wake to a fight, I will always lose. My body's bloated, my eyes sunken, my soul most certainly recedes. I cannot live like this, so I believe we know the solution. I owe the devil a dance. I owe you nothing in return. I would say I regret nothing, but the eyes betray my truths. That's why I always hid them to begin with. I'm over it, and for that I am sorry. The currents are as strong as my addiction. It's okay. I just disappointed myself long before you. Please sign my guest book below. And keep in mind, I would have appreciated your company far better when I was still breathing. End of that one. All right. I'm going to go to some for the page turn. That's the fun part of the book. Um, you know, why they can't, I'm going to get self-turning pages. That's going to be the new innovation in our (laughs) publishing game. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) 
This is uh, this is what I'm going to read right now. It's uh, not in the book, but I, I decided okay. to read a bunch of originals as well. This All right. is called Dead Ends and Red Light Vacancies. I sat, th- I sat there looking out the window of the dingy rented room, the water just a stone's throw away. Winter's chill gently embraced the horizon. I watched the chaos of an ever-approaching sunset as the urchins of the night, night's existence crept from their shared tombs. From the whores worn to this life as myself, to the dope slingers clocking the hours, in hopes to avoid the iron bar or the iron bar hotels imposed stay. I closed the curtain in total peace, knowing there was far more honesty here than in some gated community's black tie affair. I slept that night like a baby in a room that had embraced the demise of many a hope. Lost are the children invisible to forgotten fools' logic, never understanding. This could so easily be them as well. I thrive in a bleak black drop and wither in the throes of a false embrace. Emptiness is honest. The lovers never are. There is a fate far worse than death. If ever you want to know its truth, simply knock upon my door. Just don't be offended if I do not answer. I share nothing, as now I seldom do with the page. And that is my ultimate sin. The night, the night's embrace, the night embraces all that somehow have lost their way. The end. That's definitely the end of that one. Uh, you know, as we go looking for yet another. <laughs> but, uh, You're doing fine, my friend. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> Wonderful reading. Yes, like always. Like always. Uh well, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. This is um, this is called in secret. I will exist to decay slowly amongst a seemingly my own kind. I hate because that is my passion, and a spark of rage beats an ember of mediocrity any day of the week. I did not. I do not envy anyone that pens words, for to write is not to live; it is to reflect. And I'd rather inspire, inspire than create. Get out a dingy window. This is my truth. Life will most certainly pass us all by the, eventually. I wish I had planned an escape route instead of an epitaph. It's the end of that one. Wow. All right. This is one called uh, Seduction in Darkness. All right. To embrace our truths and give to our darkest desires is to serve the nature of the beast and men internally are animals by design. My dear, does the chaos excite you? The pleasures promise as you anticipate that it's burn. Seduction is within the eye, betrayal within the soul. Give in and leave the burden behind. Absence fairy illuminates the darkness. Green and light, darkness bleeds within the soul. Not all creatures are his for the taking. As the elite are chosen, taste the pleasures and abandon the hope and embrace the decadence. The devil's always in the detail. My sweetest innocence, soon you will know that escape. Bound in darkness, there are no chains of burden, only unlimited pleasures promise. Trust, if only you dare. The end of that one. Mm. You know, 
So, in your yeah. Okay. <laughs> Were you gonna do another one? <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you like. I mean, <laughs> I probably interrupted you more times than I did. I would like. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you know, when I listen to you and you share your work, there is a fragility as well as a res- there's a fr- fragility where in some parts you want to give up but in mm-hmm. other parts there's a resolve to keep going and not give up mm-hmm. so it's just like this like mm-hmm. this it's um i don't know what would you call it my friend yin and yang between, yes <laughs> that's exactly it the, uh, the yin mm-hmm. and yang effect that's exactly what i feel when i hear you read your work Mm-hmm. You want to give up, but you don't want to give up. What mm-hmm. do you think? What do you think? No, that's 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 highly accurate. Um, well, you got to remember, if I give up, there's like you know, there's no promise of cocktails anywhere else. So yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> but um. Nah, I don't. You know, I do sometimes, but I ultimately I love what I do. I complain mm-hmm. about it all the time, as right, we, right. as all of us do. We get fed yes. up with it, you know. But mm-hmm. it's better for me, you know. It's but this is this is uh, cheaper than therapy, and it's better for me to vent upon a page than it is, you know, to like hold it in and something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I just you just keep going because that's just what you do. You know, I just, I always keep on rolling. Well, until I roll no more. <laughs> Are we dead yet? My last question to you tonight before we both go. What mm-hmm. key lesson would you want people to take away from your work, from this particular book? Um, kind of just look to yourself sometimes. Okay. You know, we're far stronger than we give ourselves credit for. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, don't look to higher powers or anything like that. And just sometimes I just think people need to look to themselves instead of placing the blame upon other people and other things. Just look to yourself, you know, Yes. within, you know, there's a lot of strength and yeah, I got, you got to give yourself credit because everybody's going to beat you down. You have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And maybe that sounds hokey, I guess, but that's no, just what I no. think. And what you know, is a lot about empowerment, self-empowerment mm-hmm. in the book. Really? If, if you, look deeply it's in there yeah. all right we have another another caller no <laughs> yes we do <laughs> wow somebody's up this way. writers are never up this way to talk to me <laughs> no. let's let's bring this person on eric okay. eight, eight one three the first right. three numbers are nine nine three you're on the air with john hello Hello. 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 I'm Skya. Hello. I well, I I I've been fan a fan for quite a minute, and I've noticed in um, your other books, like there there is a lot of humor with it. There's a lot of um, like just that whole overarching thing of being a jokester and all that, along with all of the. The commentary and in this particular book, like there's more of poignancy and more of uh, a starkness to it, and it 
while it seems to relate, it also seems to be like a, a departure from from a lot of the previous stuff. And is, are you going to be going more in that direction with future work? Great question. Yeah, that is. Uh, no, um, and, and thank you for the question. Um, as for me, it's I, I right now the direction I'm going is uh, it it feels good, and you know, the thing is it connected, and I didn't expect it to. So it's not that oh I have to create more of the same, it, but I just like the way I'm going. So we'll definitely you know, if you think if you think this book was dark, you ain't seen nothing yet. So. You know. No, I, 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 I love all your work. You're a very brilliant writer. And I just noticed the uh, very just, you know, stark commentary and touching a lot of stuff that people don't want to talk about. Yes, I agree. No, well, that's that's what I do. I usually figure, hey, what's the most miserable subject matter of all time? There's a lot of them in there, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no. <laughs> Not like all miserable. There's there's some humor in there, but yeah, no. and, there, and there is. I, there 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 were several laugh out loud moments, that, and I caught the thing that you said right before um, I was brought on, and I just really like that that you, you encourage people to you know, look to themselves and, and be be self empowered. Mm-hmm. A lot, I a lot of people. Anybody who's a, a, an artist or or a writer, there's a lot of of uh, self-doubt and wondering if we're just all hacks and and seeing someone do the thing that you want to do and do it well just gives uh, a lot of hope that you know, the rest of us can do it too. Wow. Glad I connected. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Caller, you made, you made me smile with that one, Caller. That was a beautiful statement. Very, very You're nice. welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Actually, for me, you made – well, John, of course you did, but you helped make the night worth it, that there are people out there at this time of night listening in. <laughs> that makes me feel good. <laughs> that really does. And, and of Scott course too. they're listening yeah. in. I'm, I'm the mo- I, I've been on the show the most. <laughs> That's I hold true. the record. <laughs> He's been here six times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he, he he could he could almost be be a co-host at this point. Yes. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I was gonna say something. I don't want to work. Right? What do you, you want? This <laughs> hosting takes another whole skill set. <laughs> that he just well, that's he, right. He, he, he could just be a, be the sidekick cracking joke. Oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, he'd be a good sidekick. <laughs> no, I'm a good bartender right. sidekick. I'm just in a lot of trouble. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not the designated driver. Yeah, that's usually not my job. <laughs> well, thank you, caller. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Thank very you, nice. Caller. Very, very nice. All right, John, we're going to close out. All right? All right. Now, I think the caller touched on something. Where do you go from here with your writing? Um, You know, it's it's, it's odd you say that because I am – I'll announce it here. So I guess it is a bit of a statement. I am Mm -hmm. going on a bit of a hiatus. I am officially – Stepping down from the mags for a while. Oh come and on, seriously? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just for a while. 
and I'm going to work on and finish my uh, novella that I've been mm-hmm. working on. It's almost done, but I want to concentrate on that and uh, because you know, I want to prove that I can actually do it, and I like the word novella, and I want to actually yes, have one nice. out there. Yes, all right. It's a very nice word. It's very classy, yes. and yes. I want to show people that I can be classy and trashy. There yes. you go. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Official. You heard it here. It's like a news channel now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, when you finish the novella, you're welcome back. Mm-hmm. You're welcome back before then. You need to know that. But you're really welcome back when you finish the book. All right. I, uh, I, you know, you know, I'm not. You know, I can't stay away. You know, know you that. lifted the restraining order so I could come back and visit. <laughs> so I'm very happy. <laughs> I know, I know. You know you're my buddy. You know you're my buddy. Oh, you're always a friend, Mike. I really appreciate it and appreciate you having me on the show. Well, you know, I wish you nothing but continued success as you continue to explore who you are in terms of your writing and allow these different sides of you to, 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 to come out in a sense, to explode Mm -hmm. on the scene and be okay with that. Everybody, as we know, won't like it. They want to keep you trapped in a box, but it's your box. Oh, that was nice. What I, I don't said. think, yeah, really keeping nice. me trapped doesn't work. I'm too noisy. <laughs> 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 well, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm a bit of a character. I don't know if you know this. Hello. <laughs> Just, a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, I want to thank you, my friend, for christening the very first – what is this that we're doing? For, <laughs> what is it? The first – Late night show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the late, late show first, with Michael and John. <laughs> the very first late night show. Yeah. They may never be another. So <laughs> this late at night. Oh, uh, don't don't say that. I'll be back on again. You know me. Okay. I never go away. Oh, yeah. I still yeah, I'm I always to. hanging out in the green room. Like who's that dude living in there? He doesn't have anywhere to live. Yeah. That's where we'd be letting live there. <laughs> I have to bring you on late at night. <laughs> With an R rating. <laughs> R rating. I'm ready, but I'm worth it. I'm fun. I'm like a I'm like a B movie, but I'm a fun one. Everybody remembers me. That's right. Well thank you. Thank you to the listening audience for tuning in. We'll be back again and as I share with everyone every time we're together, let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land. All right. Good night, my buddy. Take care. Good night. John. Thank you. Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also check out the website at qlpor.com.